Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perception Podcast with me, your host, Caroline Partridge. In today's episode, I talk to visual and performance artist Camilla Kessler about how she affected the monumental change that shifted her from a career in hospitality consultancy to her true identity as an artist. Camilla talks openly and emotionally about how looking beyond her fears and committing to following the guiding voice of intuition has been key to her success. And we examine the impact on our closest relationships when we go for what we love. Please join me as we look at life through a different lens. Hello, Camilla, and welcome to the Perception Podcast. It's so lovely to have you here. Thank you for coming today to speak to us. Oh, my pleasure. So now um, I've known you, we've been friends for quite a while since I suppose 2015. Um, And why I've asked you on the show really is because I wanted to really, um, I suppose, give an example of somebody changing their life 360 degrees, you know, um, and how you did it. Because I think, as we spoke earlier, you know, our perception is we have dreams when we're younger and sometimes those dreams come to fruition. and a lot of the time people give up on their dreams and they allow their dreams to be overcome by, you know, this idea of reality, which is I can't do what I want (laughs) because, uh, you know, especially if it's something in the arts, um, because that because of X, Y, Z reasons, you know, I won't be able to live, afford to live, I won't get any work, blah, blah, blah. It's really competitive, whatever it is. We kind of allow those things to um, stop us in our tracks. And with you, I've just seen your life, as I said, change from this, you know, you were in the kind of business world, hotel, um, hotel marketing and consultancy. And now you are in this world of art and performance and aerial performance. Um, so really today I'd love our conversation to be about how you have, first of all, how you, how you sort of discovered that it was art that was the art performance was the path that you wanted to go down because when we first knew each other, you know, you had not spoken at all about, you know, this wasn't a childhood dream. I want to be an aerialist or I want to, you know, I want to be an artist. So it was something that happened a a lot later. So Mm. first of all, it's like, how did that journey, where were you? First of all, where were you? First of all, who were you at the beginning? And then when did this transition happen? And what, and the transition of your consciousness as well, I think, when did that occur? And where are you now? So, wow, there's a lot there. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But I think um, that, 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Caroline. Um, you have seen my whole transition from the first life, we could call it mm. to the current one. And I think what you said about transition of consciousness, that is really the key. Um, because as you said, you know, people have the dreams or, or have things they want to do. When I started, I actually was completely asleep to my desires and mm. realities, which is why I've never voiced them to you at the beginning mm. when we met. I actually, at that point, even have no idea. All my life, I heard from my parents or the country where I grew up that, you know, that's that's just not the route. So I, I think on some level, unconsciously, I already crossed it out when I was small. So mm. only when I realized later in life, and I start to see examples of people starting career, changing themselves later in life, going for the passions. Um, and especially when I started seeing results of my passions and results of what I actually can do and be like, wow, if I can do this, then surely there's something there for me. Um, and exploring this then later, um, that, you know, that was the whole awakening. Um, and in my case, I guess because it was so late in my life, because it wasn't like something that I wanted, I trained in a dance school or in gymnastics in early ages. No, that was not my path. But because I started so late, at the same time, I also had this voice in my head thinking, I don't have much time. I don't have my whole life, right? Um, this is it. I'm 30 and I'm starting. And even if I would just be painting, maybe that would be less pressure on me. But because performance and what I do with physical theater and the whole aerial stuff, this is so physical, right? Um, mm. And we have the subjects of, as you had with Natalie at the previous show, um, having babies. And then at some point, you know, retiring from the career mm -hmm. because you just can't physically do it anymore. Uh, and here I am, you know, starting at the mm -hmm. age where everyone retires more or less. Or mm -hmm. if they could, they start teaching because they can't physically perform. So I think that was a mix of both of this, you know, awakening to it, knowing that this is my second, second go at or oh, the first go, actually, that I ever mm. had in my life at this. Um, and and give it my all, um, you know, really trying to go for it, going beyond my fears that, shit, you know, I'm with the artist that been painting for years, and here I am, been painting for three years. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the same at the circus, you know, there were people trained since early ages i had the guy who was a champion of european gymnastics or something crazy he didn't even need to warm up and he would just do a split and here i was working on my first splits ever uh, <laughs> so you know there were humbling beginnings that's for sure but i think it was the commitment that this is i cannot live my life or die without actually having a go at this Mm -hmm. That was, I think, the higher consciousness um, starting to speak um, as the transition starting to happen. And, you know, as we know, with the momentum, it is very hard at the beginning. The momentum is really slow. Um, you know, it's not that easy. But once we start to really get engaged, to get creative with our 
I would say actually here natural talents specifically, mm-hmm. because if it is a natural talent and it's not something that we said, oh, I want to, I don't know, be a millionaire and have this business. No, we're talking about a hard desire, our natural talent. If it's there and this is what we're going for, I truly believe we will be supported in it from the universe, from everyone. People will see it, people will support it. It's just, it's just a universal, I think, truth. Um, I think what you say there, sorry to interrupt you, but I think what you say there is so incredibly important about natural talent and tapping into something that you are naturally Naturally. aligned with. You know, I think some, and, and also you said that you didn't even know, you know, initially you didn't even know. I, I just think that's so important because I think there's lots of people out there who, who their perception is, well, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to do this or I'd like to, or I'd like to uh, start on this particular career. And they, and they squash that voice, that intuitive kind of voice that's trying to say, I need to be, I need to be seen. I need to be heard. I need to be, uh, I need to be allowed to to blossom, for you to blossom. And so I think what you've done there, it's it's really inspirational, you know, it really is because at 30 to decide from a very, as you say, from a very different background to decide to uh, go into, uh, you know, art and performance. Yeah. It's, it's, and, and quite such rigorous physical performance, it's uh you know it's a big thing but i interrupted you sorry you were going to say i don't even know i was on the roll sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, but i do remember you know i do believe as a society um i think we're slowly waking up there's more and more waking up of consciousness and people waking up to new ways and better ways how they can live and what they can do with their lives um so that's part of collective consciousness. But, um, you know, I have been sleeping to this desire for most of my early lives. And mm-hmm. it was just something that I I never thought it's possible for me. I am allowed, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it was something like once you are, I started to open up that box and be like, you know, what is there? I like, I know I, all my life, I loved going to art exhibitions. I loved looking at art. I would never see myself as an artist creating the work, but I was very happy to look. I was like, oh, the curatorial, you know, writing about exhibitions or, you know, experiencing it. Yes, fuels my soul 100%, right? Mm. Um, or going to the theaters. Um, I just never seen myself on the other side because I thought I'm not allowed or capable. Uh, But I do remember there was like a really crucial point. Um, I was in Venice on my birthday and there was a beautiful poster because it was an art festival in Venice anyway. And it says, um, some artists don't know they are artists. Hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this is for me. (laughs) Um, And I had a few kind of coincidental encounters like that. Um, and, you know, it, it is part of, I think, awakening to our own talents and passions and and saying yes mm-hmm. and giving them a go as best we can. 
Yeah. And so what then precipitated this awakening? This is the question, because lots of people will say, well, hang on a minute. How did you get from A to B? What was that? What what precipitated the the shift in consciousness? What precipitated the actual uh, idea that you could even consider tapping into this unseen stream of riches, you know, that inside you? Yes. Well, um, as I said in our little chat before the conversation, first was a lot of training and learning mm-hmm. <laughs> and just giving it a go and trying not to be too serious about it, at least for me, um, just discovering what I can do. Um, at the same time, it was funny, I was in a relationship and my partner was witnessing the change suddenly me going to aerial classes or going to paint and talking about art and he was like what the hell is going on with you um Mm. he couldn't he couldn't even take it i remember and after a while the the relationship fall apart because we just i just become a different person but it was a period of you know two years three years doing it as a hobbyist and then tipping it over into like wow i i really want to do it you know um Mm. i cannot imagine any other way um and i guess kind of putting an acceleration a little bit more on saying okay i've learned the basics what i can really do with it now that is truly my own that i'm not gonna copy people i just want to do something that is mine Mm. and going for it and not letting the logical side of things affect this. So people sometimes could not understand why I am going to France for a month for the residency. Um, Mm. And there's nothing for me there, like where I'm going. And I just knew I need to go. I want to work internationally. I want to work in France. Um, Yes, maybe I'm not getting paid for it at this stage, but I just need to go. And then, you know, boom, I'm going. I'm meeting people. My eyes are opened again on another level i'm meeting artists who've been doing it forever they seeing me for who i am really even more than the people at home um and it's kind of you know every there's every kind of like a level upgrade every time i test myself whether it is a performance whether it's a residency whether it's doing an exhibition and those every time amazing things happen it just as a proof that I am on the right track. And over time, I just realized my job is just to stay on track and keep on going. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So there you said you said something really important, I think, as well, is that with this relationship that you were in, that your partner at the time couldn't kind of understand couldn't grasp grasp and understand this shift in you um and i think and i do think sometimes when people can't when they see us changing they fear that they will have to change and if somebody doesn't want to change (laughs) for whatever reason you know that then obviously leads to uh it can lead to separation and can lead to to uh taking a different path um did you yeah, have, it, sorry sorry yeah i just want to say i think it's part of you know structures 
that fall apart as we progress in our life. So I realize there are many people that knew me ages ago and that I have nothing in common with them these days because mm-hmm. they've been relating to a different me and and it's natural. There's no hard feelings against it, but we just we are just different. We vibrate differently these days. And I think we do that across all our life. But yes, especially since we growing or really visibly changing, it could be scary. There could be a competition between people as relationships. Um, that could be all sorts of things that can mm-hmm. happen um, when one person is changing so much. But what is interesting is that the cup gets filled on the other side. Yes, those people go, but then <laughs> the new people always come, right? Yeah. The cup yeah. is being replenished. Yeah. Well, if you allow it to be replenished, I think this is the this is the important thing, isn't it? It's like understanding because if you're in an established relationship it's very it's very difficult a lot of people don't put themselves first and it's about saying well what is more important to me is me more important to me or is the happiness for somebody else more important to me because when we kind of place the happiness of other people before our own happiness it does we can we i don't think we can ever really truly be happy because we're always fulfilling their expectations, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. And so, so you went from uh, like, there was a lot of life changing <laughs> stuff that was going on here. Um, and you did a course, you said you did. So you, so you did a course, you talked about doing a course when we talked earlier at Slade School of Art, which is incredibly prestigious um, school of it art. Is. And how did you find that? And how did you, how did, when, how did you decide that you wanted to, to go there? And what was the process around that? Um, it was, I was getting it intuitively. I always loved Slate, what they stayed for, especially since they were, well, growing like a really boundary breaking artist. I really loved mm-hmm. it. And at that time, I, couldn't you know have the master degree and have time to do it all but i realized they do just courses for adults and a course that i took was half a semester but uh it was amazing because the whole school is amazing you know mm-hmm. I, we had a teacher who came in and he, he she asked us every each of us and i was like 20 people in a room and we all the mature artists you know trying to grow our i guess sight talents we can call it at that stage um and she was like so so who are you um what makes you an artist what kind of artist are you and many people were like um i'm not sure i'm an artist uh i'm just here to paint uh, you know the normal things but she really from the teaching point of view she from the first day she kind of ingrained in us that we are the artist because we're here right yeah. and and the way she taught you know the whole um even the school as you enter i remember they had like um milligrams of pigments of different color just like on Mm. display in the corridor and i'm like oh my god this is so cool um so you know i've met amazing people who i guess were not professional artists but i could see the amazing people because they also gravitated to the place um amazing teachers and i also met one artist who was studying master 
at the state school, but she was taking our course as a replacement for something else. So it was also amazing to have her there. And um, I think the course, you know, the course opened up <laughs> also another door because as part of just learning to paint with them and be exposed to all of this, um, I also noticed that Slate is um, recruiting for the performance a kind of night at the Bloomsbury Theatre. Mm. Um, and I remember I was like, oh, so as an adult student, can I apply for that? I am part of Slate. And they said, yes, yes, of course you can. So I was like, oh, that is amazing. Um, and they accepted me. I, I, I performed with the proper students that are doing masters and bachelors at Slate. I met incredible students and actually I learned what the master of fine art these days is it's like actually they had the paint they mm -hmm. are taught video they are taught you know installations and the performance also um so that was really really interesting experience for me as an artist if if i can say so and you know even these days we have marina abramovich now mm -hmm. in london first female solo exhibition the real academy and she's not even you know putting one painting up She's putting performances and yeah. live installations. And um, so, yeah, really, really amazing progressive school, I would say. Uh, a school of an amazing artist. Yeah. Well, it's, and again, that is really important because I think to really see yourself as an artist, you have to surround yourself with people who are artists and yes it's, and people you have to i think it's i think it's really important that you have to surround yourself with people who are better than you that you want to aspire to and it pushes you doesn't it it really pushes you to kind of go well i can do this i want to do this i want to learn and it's and seeing those people because i can see it's you know it's moving for you you know and and it's an inspirational again those people are inspiring you and inspiring and wonderful ideas and i think sometimes we can kind of stay safe and go well i want to do this course because you know i know i'll be the best or I want to do this, you know, and and we don't we don't push ourselves. We say in this safe kind of tootling along in this safe kind of lane where the 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 rich vein of sort of natural talent that we have won't be so challenged. But you went right in there, <laughs> you know. You went right in there and went, yeah, hell yeah. I'm going to go to circus school and I'm going to apply for a course, you know, I'm going to take a course at Slade and immerse myself in this, in this visual art, you know, this medium of visual art, which I think really has to be applauded. And I think that's the, when we talk about the shift in perception, you know, we have to understand that actually we need to see ourselves, perceive ourselves in a in the way that we want to be. Because you've talked, you've talked here about desire. And I think desire is a really important aspect of that. Yeah. And it's nice to see, you know, especially hundred percent relatable to what you said about surrounding ourselves with I guess we could call it our people. So the people that, mm. you know, um I remember when I was in France and there was a, 
two other artists, um, and one was from New York, very established artist, and one was from Paris, um, a French a French really well-established painter. And I thought, oh my God. And just to witness, you know, their lives and what they do. And she took me to, the French one took me to a really beautiful hotel, which me from the hotel industry and and showed me her paintings in the corridors. And I was like, <laughs> wow, this is possible. Like awesome, you know, she, she, she showed me this is possible in a way. Oh, Camilla, I'm so, you know, I'm, it's so great to see you here at this point, you know, and I can see, well, when, when we're talking, people can't really, you know, see us on the podcast, but, you know, you're visibly moved by this. And it's and it's such a wonderful thing because I think a lot of the time as well, these are tears of joy. You know, because we can't yes. believe what where we are. You know, it's that it's that it's that release, I suppose. And um, yeah, it's just amazing. It's what you've done. It's it's really like I said. I I look at your life and I think, my God, you know, you have as a, a whole human revolution. You know, you've kind of allowed your inner artist and performer to emerge. And to try new things, you know, and and also in, in terms of, you know, your personal life, you're now married to another <laughs> wonderful, you know, to a wonderful man, and yes. and I'm like, it's inc- it's incredible, you know, it's really incredible. You you kind of allowed yourself to really, to really just receive. I suppose. I think that's the word that comes to me. You allowed yourself to receive all these wonderful gifts by allowing yourself to let go of what you think is important or what we've, you know, what we perceive as being important. Once we let go of that, all these other really amazing things just, and for you, they're just sort of like, like a a flood (laughs) flooded into your life. It's incredible. And yes, you know, because amazing things can come to us. But of course, if we if we stuck in our, you know, normal life, in, in our routine, in our comforts, nothing really will come to us. You know, we, we're only gonna do what we know. And most of the time repeat things, you know, do do the same things, etc. Um, and I get this is it's scary to start doing new things. You God knows what's gonna happen, etc. But there are amazing things out there for us to tap into and that yeah. will never come if we're never gonna give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. Like you say, it is scary. It's bloody scary. But it's but it's but the but the reward is worth the risk. Yes, the rewards is always waiting for us. I think that's the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. and just keep thinking about this reward and that carrot waiting at the end. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, it's like going on stage and, you know, you're scared naturally. It's our natural instinct. But actually, you know, it's it's amazing what, what happens afterwards and during. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I've done it. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's incredible. So now with your also with your art and your because it's quite because it, it's quite a, you've you combined aerial work 
with painting and the cut can you can you describe because I've seen you I've had the pleasure of seeing one of your performances or the beginnings of one of your performances um uh, and it does combine visual art and performance art and so can you can you just like fill us in a little bit about the style of art that you uh, have gravitated towards? Sure. Well, yes, as you said, it's, it's quite a lot of different disciplines because as I started to explore myself as an artist, I initially realized I'm attracted to many things. It's not like mm. it's just one. And that was also a journey on my own that I had to go through Um because everyone would tell me initially, no, you're supposed to have a speciality. You know, you're supposed to, if you paint, you paint uh, the traditional mm-hmm. way of looking at this. And, but I was really gravitated towards different styles. So, body and performance and physical theater and circus, that was really one strong, you know, vein and practice that I had. I also loved painting um and the more i started to explore paintings not only with colors but then um japan that's another thread in my inspiration um i love japan that's a magical country for me and i've been there twice and i i found a japanese teacher to teach me a japanese way of painting a very zen way of painting um and that was revolutionary for me because um it's a opposite way of painting in the West that we have. So we're not sitting on a painting and touching up and building for months and months. It's all done in one go. It's very performative. It's it's very, very out there because you need to commit, you know, the mistakes you're going to make, you're going to make, but then you look at this and this is it, basically. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to correct anything. So I love the process of that. I love the fact, and of course, not all the time it will be perfect. Sometimes there'll be some that you just do and do and do and some will be better and those ones you will keep and the rest maybe you check because they're not good, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. So the process... um there is this very specific symbol in I'm just it is a Buddhism calligraphy. So it's it's wider than just Japanese, um, which is called Enso. It is a circle. And that circle is painted in more higher conscious state um in one go. Um but it is very much a channeling that circle and it is a symbol of higher consciousness, of flow in life, uh, has a beautiful meaning. And I fall in love with this for uh, three, four years now. And initially I just did very small circles uh, that I can sit and just do them in my desk. Um, But over time, because it's such a performative form, um, I started to have just those dreams. Oh my God, I would love to just do it big as part of the Mm -hmm. performance. Um, And I had no idea how to go about it. My Japanese teacher helped me to choose the brush and where to get the brush. Um, And I actually created myself a performance in France last year where I found collaborators who um, were specializing in music and digital art, because I'm also very much into digital, digital art, which is why you saw moving images and videos during mm. my performance recently. That's another threat <laughs> that interests mm. me very much. Um, 
But anyway, there in France, it was the first time I've painted this big Enzo on stage as part of the performance. And I haven't even tried to do it on my own because it was hell scary. And I didn't even have a studio to do it in. I had a studio where I can sit and maybe stand, but not really move around. Um, so I also had location challenges, but they have amazing studio. They allow me to do it. They supported me and they were artists, which was really important. And I think they saw my talent and my genius for what it was. So they really supported me. And that was kind of like a breakthrough. I was able to paint really big piece um, um, as part of performance. Um, and it was amazing. As soon as we've done it, we were like, wow, we really have something here, you know, and mm. we paired it with the hoop, which is also circular um, and the moon projections and, you know, um, all sorts of things. But at that time, I was like, wow, this is really something special here. So this year I thought... I will take it further and actually on my own. Uh, so I can design my own projections. It doesn't involve, we found it really difficult to actually um, create a performance with mm. us, them being in France, me being in here in the UK. So I thought I will try to do a version of this on my own, like a part two, uh, mm. which you saw. Um which I actually got to add life painting to it because uh, I remember your comment after the performance saying, oh, I really miss the life performance. I know that the, yeah. the circle is on stage and the hoop is there and this interaction is amazing, but it would be nice to see some action. So, uh, so work yeah, in so, progress. Yeah, so just to explain to people, you were you were suspended from, uh, the, or there was, not you were suspended, but there was a hoop that was suspended from the ceiling and you were you were doing some aerial work in the hoop and there was an Enzo shape already on the floor but oh. in and whilst the projections were uh, whilst projections were being shown which was fantastic um but so in France it was more uh whilst you were in the hoop you were also painting or you painted before you went into the hoop so there was a bit of live painting going on in France wasn't there is that correct it was the finale so that ah. was the finale of the performance we we worked on me being in a hoop and actually integrating projections with me moving in a hoop mm -hmm. that was and having a live music to it and we finished on a live painting of the end so and yeah that yeah. that was that was the finish. Um, so this allowed me to actually have the answer already done and there visible for the public and taking it further because it is a, a mirror of the hoop. Um, I really wanted it to shine in the performance and had its place apart from just being painted and that's it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's 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 the niche. It's a it's a it's it's my own language, I guess we can call it. That is um, emerging in here, yeah. um, painting the answers using the hoop, um, using the digital projections, and you know, I I I still don't know where this journey will take me and mm. what will happen. <laughs> mm. um, but at this point, I I know I'm finding my language, a language that you know. I, I have not heard of any artists doing this and I'm just glad this is my language and I'm excited for to see what I will do with it. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I have to say it's a real, as you were talking then, I was just thinking, yeah, it's it's very brave because 
also what's so great about what you've done uh, you know i know it's not been overnight and suddenly i'm an aerial artist in 10 minutes no it's not been overnight it has been over the last say how many years four five years would you say been working on this i think so more intensively yes yeah, since i was I think 31, I went to the theater in London and I saw a beautiful performance on aerial silks. And I was like, wow, this is beautiful. And I just started learning. But on a more and more intensive scale, you know, it took me, I believe, first a year to even be able to move in the air smoothly Mm. (laughs) and Mm. not like, (laughs) you know, and a, then novice, after, a novice, yeah. Yes, yeah. just holding for my for my <laughs> life. <laughs> um, um, and then once I reached that level of physicality, then I was be able to really play with it. And at first I would go the traditional route and would develop a very traditional three, four minute circus performances on a trapeze, on a circle, whatever that would be. Um but I guess because I had this other thread of life painting, of painting, being fascinated by it, um, it merged naturally just during the journey. Mm. I've never planned it. It was very organic. Um, mm. And it is what it is. And God knows what will be in the future. Yeah. <laughs> in two, well, five years time, maybe <laughs> wow. we shall see. But But this is the wonderful thing. What you've done here, Camilla, I think is... Again, as you've talked about this, I'm just really so, so I feel so proud of you as your friend, you know, that you've, that you've gone with something and actually you've kept you all focus and you've allowed things to, you've accepted things, you've seen opportunities and you've gone with those opportunities. And also you haven't been phased by the voice of i can't do it i'm not good enough i'm you know well maybe you have i don't know but you know we all we all are at certain points but not to the point of paralysis you know where we where we become we procrastinate and then we don't ever actually do anything you know you've you've kind of kept moving forward which is so admirable and so wonderful Thank um, you. I do have my moments, like yeah. everyone. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. do have like, what the hell am I doing now? Why I'm going here? <laughs> yeah. but, you know, it's I, I just accepted the fact that what I do, I just I follow my intuition. I follow, you know, the voice inside me. I follow my soul in a way. Yeah. So it, it's not going to make sense most of the time. And it will be scary. I'll be all the time doing new things. But I keep thinking about the gold on the other side. And I think that's what drives me because there's always the gold. Mm. Um, and every time I move my bar a little bit higher and a little bit higher, mm. there's more gold coming and more gold, you know, and it's just like, wow, you know, I don't care at this stage. What the hell I need to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's following your heart, isn't it? It's, as you were saying, and um, and I think it's changing this idea that to to be able to enjoy something, we have to have something first. Uh, you know, I won't be able to do that and, until I have this. And it's actually, well, once I'm this, once I change myself, it's like be, do, have, rather than have, do, be. 
you know, it's it's that way round, isn't it? Yes, the the B is very important. I think if we don't accept and have faith and belief and see our talents for what they are, um, we will be just proving to other people mm. or ourselves that we have it, mm. um, which is very different. But yes, that that being is very important and reflecting now, you know, being surrounded by artists and having a mirror that, okay, yes, I am an artist. You know, that's that being in good structures, I guess, as yeah. a help to, yeah. um, to, to see yourself as, to be there, be yeah. the be. Yeah. Well, what you said there as well, beautiful. I am an artist. It's great <laughs> to actually say that. And, and I think also this is the, the idea of verbalizing something. Once you verbalize it, you're kind of also bringing it into, into being, aren't you? You know, I am an artist. Yeah. Yeah. Lady, you are. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and so many people are artists. You know, I'm realizing I'm meeting so many people that you know remind me of myself. That mm. you know they they have their jobs and they stable and they good and they creative. Whether they in marketing, marketing is one of the threats. Creative people are in marketing, mm. <laughs> um, or they're doing something else. But you know, on the side, they're very interested. They are. I can tell. You know, they are mm. artists. They just haven't discovered that yet about themselves. Mm. But they are. They just need mm. to say it to themselves. Yeah, I'm an artist. I'm an artist. Fantastic. And there's so many forms, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking with dancers as well. And now because of the performance, I've been working with the dancers. And yes, we refer to dancers and artists kind of, but for example, they think of themselves as more secondary category of an artist. They don't think of themselves as artists, but they truly are just like an yeah. actor in a way is an artist, yeah. right? And Yeah. Well, I think, I think for me personally, it's performance art. I, it is a different category, but it's like, it's, it's equal, you know, there's visual art, there's performance art, there's, you know, conceptual art. There are all these different kind of, uh, levels aren't there? there are all these different um categories of art but it's still art it's still creation isn't it yeah 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 oh camilla thank you thank you so much for coming and just speaking about your journey because i think it's re- why i really wanted to speak to you today like i said it was just really because it's so inspirational in a way of in the way rather of you allowing yourself to be your true self and having that shift in perception and that shift in consciousness. And we do have to also say here that, you know, that that is also down to work that you've done on yourself, you know, because as I was sort of alluding to when we first started speaking, I said, what was the the thing that precipitated this? And it's kind of, it's kind of the work that we've both done. We've both done self development work. Yes, no. that was the, the the reason. Sorry, my English. I actually don't know what it is in English. I'm sorry, I didn't <laughs> answer the question. It's my second language. The reason, okay, the catalyst. That's mm. yes, yeah. We have done trainings together, and yes, you know, if I wouldn't have done the inner work and discover myself fully. Um, and start looking for what's inside me, 
I would have never been here. So yes. Mm. Um, mm. Mm. Yeah. I think it's that thing, working intuitively, doing that work and really listening to the inner voice and allowing the inner voice to, to guide, guide us. us. No matter how crazy it seems yeah. to the logical mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I look more I look forward to more of your work. You know, <laughs> thank where, you so much. And where your inner voice is gonna guide you. Camilla, thank you. I just want to say thank you again. Um, oh, it's absolutely my pleasure, Caroline. And I'm so happy, you know, that, well, we're going full circle. Let's just call yeah, it that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to, I just wanted to say, so if people want to see your work, because they can see your work in different places, can't they? So in the show notes, I will add your biography and I'll also add links to all of your to your website and to your work but can you tell us also a little bit about where your work is going to be um sure yes where so, your work is shown or yeah. uh-huh. so at the minute the work is in London and Lincoln in London you can see it through Laura I gallery all my paintings uh, I also have my own concept gallery here in Lincoln in the UK. Lincoln is one hour and a half from London North and it's um, it's a concept of staying with art so you can actually, the, I've designed the experience for people to instead of being in a boring hotel room, you can stay with my paintings and have experience of being with art rather than mm. looking at it for three minutes in the gallery you can actually be with the works and the works are, I hope you know, quite strong. It's it's mm. the, the motive for it is to to shift your um, consciousness really with yeah. color and and creativity. Uh, so that's where they can be experienced in person. In terms of performances, I have another residency in London um, in November. Yay! And- Woohoo! Yes, and we will be painting live. So we will Good. expand the recent work. And right. then we shall see where it where it will take us. I hope uh, the yeah. work will be shown to more people in the UK and internationally, I hope. Yeah. And so just to expand on the 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 live so the Lincoln based thing, it's it's like a, a boutique kind of uh, uh a boutique B&B, stay. Yes, boutique B and B stay where you're immersed in this in in the art. In my yeah. artworks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I'm gonna come visit you soon. Uh <laughs> please, please. Yeah. Be amazing. to experience some art and your lovely hospitality. Um so yes, so so thank you again. Thank you for just sharing. It's been a really wonderful conversation. Just to, and an affirming and a life-affirming conversation that actually we can, this whole idea of just really connecting with our intuitive selves, following our heart can mushroom into this giant kind of uh, transformation because it has been, as I've witnessed, as I've said, I've witnessed this huge transformation in, in your life and uh, you know it is possible, so it's it's really wonderful for you to come and talk about that and, and uh, your journey. So thank you, Camilla. That's been really great. 
My pleasure. Well, I hope it will inspire the listeners. Well, I hope so too. I hope so too. So, so everyone, thank you, uh, wonderful listeners, for um, joining us today. And please like and please share this and follow and subscribe. And I will speak to you again on another episode of the Perception Podcast next week. Bye.